Welcome to the new episode of Sportsy. Let's aim sports. Today we have with us the only Olympian badminton player from Pune, Nikhil Kanetkar. Born in Maharashtra family, Kanetkar played badminton at 2004 Summer Olympics in men's single, defeating Sergio, a top seeder from Spain, in the first round. And in the round of 16, Kanetkar was defeated by Peter Gade of Denmark, one of the legends of the game. In addition to Olympics, Nikhil has represented India in Thomas Cup. All England Open, Asian Games, World Championship, Commonwealth Games, SAF Games, Swiss Opens, French Open, numerous uh, championship and tournaments. After retiring from the game in 2011, he started his own academy, Nikhil Kanetkar Badminton Academy (NKBA) in Pune. NKBA was established with the vision of grooming talent to make champions. Nikhil is currently the director and head of head coach of NKBA. After starting the academy in 2011, in 2017, Nikhil went on to play. The seniors, senior nationals, and senior internationals, and came back with the medal. Nikhil is also the columnist and a commentator. He wrote for the Marathi newspaper Sakal for Athens during the Olympics. He was also invited on Star Sports for covering badminton events in 2016 Rio Olympics as well. Please welcome Abhiman of Pune, Amta Puneri, Commonwealth silver medalist, 2004 Olympian Nikhil Kanetkar. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking, and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sportsy Says, and help us spread the word about Sportsy. We go with the same handle, Sportsy Says, across all social media platforms. Hi, Nikhil. Great to have you on Sportsy. Let's aim sports. Thanks. Yeah. Nice to meet you. So, yeah, uh, and uh, Nikhil, this is uh, so fun to talk to you. It's like uh, though we are talking on Zoom, we are. both in pune sitting in pune and uh, it's uh, great to talk to uh, our own uh, puneri guy who is uh, who is the first badminton player uh, ever to represent uh, in olympics and uh, 2004 olympics and uh, long list of accolades so it's great to have you uh, nikhil and uh, the best part is after his prime he went came into the badminton field with nkba nikhil kanetkar badminton academy and uh, producing really amazing talent that we get to see and hear all the while uh, training in pune and what it's like too many things happening in nikhil and badminton so just want to have a nice chat for next like 20 25 30 minutes to understand what is it all about badminton uh, and nikhil together thanks lot so uh, so nikhil i always uh, start with since us uh, our show is called let's aim sports is aspire inspire and motivate so when you started playing badminton what did you aspire to become it actually how it started and what you aspired to become who was your inspiration and what motivated you to be where where you are today see basically during those days i think in the mid 80s uh sport and especially sport like badminton was not really uh, like how it is today and uh, i basically just started by uh playing in the you know the gully the society across the uh, the wire fence down down there and yeah. like everybody else and uh, one different thing what i used to do is when i used to when i was playing then i used to come back home and i used to hit the shuttle against the wall which i never knew was called wall practice but i start i was doing that by myself and my grandfather was a national level player 
and he saw that and uh, he told my parents that you know i think you should put him for some coaching class and uh, that's how it all started so uh, i think when i started uh, i started at lakshmi krida mandir uh, in pune uh, under mrs natu and then uh, i was moved to pdmba uh, which uh, was always the you know the heart of pune and uh, that's that's where we all grew up and uh, started there with a couple of coaches initially and uh, most instrumental uh, were mr anil modak uh, and hemant hardikar while in pune so yeah. that's how basically i started and uh, no really uh, uh, motivation or anything else uh, that was in mind it was just to enjoy the sport and that's how i took it up so okay but uh, but yes after so, so there was a time when you actually from fun part to actually it became serious and actually became a profession so yes. what what were those days like uh, what was your how you were motivating yourself to be like okay i lost this game how am i going to win the next one what are, so what was motivation and, and was there any inspiration that you actually looked beyond yourself or beyond your family see again it goes back to those days where uh, badminton was not something or rather i would say sport is not was not something as it is today in terms of support and the way we everybody looks at it where we can look at it as a career option now definitely in those days uh, what was most important for anybody taking up sport was i think support from the parents Correct. and uh, for me that was the biggest support my parents my father being a phd scientist my mother being in the bank uh you know it was not normal for uh, parents to push the yeah. kid toward uh, sport i mean pursuing career in sports so while i was in pune definitely i was uh, winning at district and state levels and doing decent at national level right but uh, you know there comes a time in everybody's uh, i would say life in sports that you have to take a choice between uh, especially when you reach your 9th and 10th and all that ki um, you know whether uh, you're going to continue sports or whether you're going to move to education or you know that's where parental support was most important and uh, though being a good student uh, it became even more uh, difficult to right. decide on but then we decided we actually had a discussion uh, uh, me and my parents that uh, you know if i take up science then i'll have to stop sport completely but probably if we if i look at commerce then you know i get another 5 years to continue right. the sport it was as simple as that and <laughs> that yeah. to, that's how i was for i like like i said you know my parental support was the most important thing for me to take up the sport in a bigger right and uh, i think that is something very important uh, now if we talk about nikhil after uh, having amazing journey as an athlete to a coach uh, who is now a, a renowned coach uh, in badminton is one of the renowned coach in badminton so so looking at yourself as well as the new generation what do you think are the qualities of a champion and how do act, how can some one can develop those see i think uh, that that its uh, qualities of a champion is something which uh, will be a vast subject in itself but i'll just try to quickly uh, share my thoughts on it the most important thing i would say is uh, the champion mindset you know when you look at a when you look at a potential player or somebody who has uh, uh, the qualities you know 
it could be the talent that the child has it could be the mindset uh, which the child grows up with uh, uh, it could also be uh, things like you know the ability to push yourself uh, mm-hmm. to work hard to be more determined to be disciplined uh, to not have to be pushed you know yeah. now these are all qualities which i'm telling you but i had very few of those except <laughs> the talent part you know but uh, definitely i feel uh, of course talent is not in your hand but the other things can definitely be yes, uh, developed and worked on over a period of time you know which is what happened in my case and uh, because see when you look at it uh, today when i look at all a lot of players who have made it you know let's mm. say lakshya sen from childhood he had the champion mindset okay or if you see saina the kind of mental strength she had right even when she was 7 8 10 12 uh, years old correct uh, all these are inborn qualities which uh, they've had and they of course worked on it uh, talent yes uh, is definitely something which like i said it's not in our hands uh, either is there or is not there but uh, definitely the other things you can uh, work on and that's mm-hmm. what happened in uh, the case yeah okay so uh... just as you said very uh, easily the talent is obviously not in your control but the whole attitude of of, yeah. of winning attitude and not not giving up attitude or having yeah. consistency discipline to your life and these are the major qualities that can make you as a champion and uh, i think it's a talent there is a talent and you actually try to convert all this into opportunity to make a successful yeah. career and uh, i i'm, I'm sure. sure that when you candidly said that i except talent you didn't have anything but so i'm sure you are getting it developed from all the 100 200 300 student that you have under nkba see as a player when i when i look at it you can either develop it uh see talent talent again it's not something in your uh, hands but the other things definitely you can uh, work on it it also depends on the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. okay because that's what happened in my case as a player at the age of 15 say 15 and a half 16 i got selected at the prakash pudupon academy and i was surrounded by all the top players of the country yes. you know whether it was aparna aparna popat dipankar bhattacharya gopichand i got to see all staying together you know yeah. sadar jain vijay lanki all top manjusha all top players during that time and uh, you don't have a choice but to uh, yeah. try to reach up to somewhere you okay. know and uh, that's something which was very important uh, in my case and yes at the academy also uh, we try to uh, share these experiences and i try to push the players uh, to reach a certain level of mindset mm-hmm. you know where where they have to like i say always to them ki initially they are all uh, we are all uh, externally motivated yes. you know but you have to reach a point where you are internally motivated where you don't have to be pushed to do things and when you know half the job is done and you are already on your way yeah. so that's how i would look at it and uh, see you are uh, i got an opportunity to speak to uh, host uh, uh, mansi joshi earlier uh, on on the on the platform amazing different story and badminton how badminton revived her career uh, and yeah. then the, uh, recently spoke to aparna I, i think and you you and now you all badminton player speak the same language I think it is all about how you surround <laughs> people with it's 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 the I I think that is something about the court and the way you think it's it's exactly same and uh, they both of them said the same thing right uh, when I when I saw uh, when I saw Prakash Padukone sir playing that was meditating for me the way he was playing yeah. so 
I, yeah, I mean, that, that is unbelievable because even I experienced that when I went to the Prakash Padukon Academy. I mean, just to get to see Professor play, the kind of control he had, yeah. I don't think anybody ever uh, back then or even till date would have yeah. that level of uh, control. Yeah. You know, yeah. Great. So, uh... Okay, so let's come in, getting the moving up a little coach side of it. We'll come back again. Uh, as a player, how was your feel to represent India at the international level for the first time? You did it at a very young age. So, how was the feel? See, like I said, I, uh, I was not really uh, winning much at a national level till I was, say, 16 or 17. Yes. But I was surrounded by all the right people and uh, uh, I was going through the process. And I just had to keep pushing myself. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where, uh, I think it was when I was around 17, 18, there was a junior nationals. I was, I think, maybe the top seed or second seed. And I lost in the uh, quarterfinals. And I was really very disappointed after that. And uh, very low. And that's when I came back to Pune and I spoke to Mr. Anil Modak, sir, who was my, my coach uh, when I was a kid. And he pushed me to just, you know, not give up and just keep fighting on. Immediately a week after that was a senior tournament in uh, Cochin. And mm-hmm. the week before I had lost in a junior tournament. And I went with the mindset that, you know, I just want to play freely and I don't want to think about anything. And with that mindset, I reached the finals of that tournament where I lost to Gopi in three games. Okay. okay. Following which, the next week, again, a senior tournament in Delhi. Again, I played with the same mindset, not really thinking too much about winning and losing. And again, played the finals and uh, lost to Gopi there. So that is how I transitioned and I got a break into the uh, seniors. And immediately after that, I got selected for the Thomas Cup, for the All England, you know, uh, Commonwealth Games. And, you know, that's when basically it built up the confidence to be able to do well and to win at let's say a national win matches at national level right and uh, that's has basically how i got the break to uh, do well and that's when i was selected to play in a tournament in sri lanka which was my first international uh, aparna popat and me we both played that and it so happened that uh, my first uh, international itself i won the tournament uh, so that was a big uh, confidence uh, booster for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Nikhil, I think uh, when you're talking about this, right, uh, you, you mentioned a couple of things, right? Two senior nationals, uh, you went a fresh mindset, not no expression, just doing your best. You met yeah. OP finals, you lost first match. Second, yeah. second tournament, again, you lost that. I'm sure yeah. there are so many kids that you work with must be having this, yeah. this thing that I go and lose. I do very well till that, but I go and lose to this player or something happens to me. So, I'm not talking about a Gopi or Nikhil. I'm just talking about a a kid who goes and probably hits the ball somewhere. How do you do the mental conditioning, which we didn't know while growing up as mental conditioning as a word, but now it is known. So, how do you think what that kid can do to overcome that? I I think it depends on the level. Mm -hmm. We have to basically go down to the level of the kids, what they are, what level they are playing, whether Mm -hmm. it is with a, a basic level kid, an intermediate level kid, uh, a kid who is winning at a district level, state level, national or uh, doing internationally well. Right. Okay, depending on their level, I think uh, most important is to share the experiences of probably situations where we have also faced similar things and how we have 
overcome that so that you know they don't have to go of course they have to go through that process but it helps them to understand things in a better way you know rather than uh, getting dejected because especially in today's world when everybody is so bombarded with so many opinions and ideas and uh, which is in some way good but sometimes it can be detrimental because you don't know what to do and what not to do Correct. so that's where i think uh, our experience will uh, helps helps the kids mm-hmm. you know gives them that confidence and they then when they have a choice to uh, select between four or five situations or things then it helps them make that choice which will help them become a better player and overcome these situations in their own match situation I think very well said. I think that is something very important. Irrespective of the probably the level that you are, there is something that you yeah. can always always do to make sure that you for example, the... for example, when I if I talk to a kid who is at a beginner or a basic level, okay, I won't even talk about badminton today. I will just talk about okay, how was your school? Do you enjoy playing badminton? Okay, do you feel like coming back every day? What did you learn today? That itself is good enough to motivate. Yeah. Okay, somebody who is winning at a district level or Uh, a state level okay i will show them that i will just talk to them saying that you know uh, this is where you need to look at yourself mm-hmm. you know maybe two steps ahead of where they are you know not talk about uh, going to the olympics or going to something else but let's say okay this year you know you have to do well at a state level or aspire to do a little better at a national level. motivate them step by step okay, okay. somebody who is doing well at a national level push them for a international level Okay, so you know, yeah. in a similar. So, uh, so Nikhil, uh, let's if we rewind a little bit, say to sixteen years, seventeen years from uh, back, which is your uh, summer Olympics, right? Uh, and you, you, you defeated uh, Sergio in the first round, and then you came across Peter Gade, who was like legend. So, how oh. was that experience? It was like first Olympic for you. You have won the first round uh, against Sergio, who is also a renowned yeah. player, and then. uh coming across probably yes i i played badminton so it was like peter gade was like okay i look up to that person and you were playing against him so what was going through your mind at yeah. that yeah. uh see first of all playing the olympics itself was a dream come true uh yeah. because uh, what happened was that uh, in the year 2000 i missed the sydney olympics by one place and i was sick for a year so you know uh, going through all of that getting back into the game working hard and trying to qualify and being able to qualify for the olympics itself was for me like winning a gold medal <laughs> you know, i was so happy yes yeah <laughs> i'm so happy yeah. being at the olympics because uh, that experience the olympic experience itself is uh, so overwhelming overwhelming uh, that you walk especially when you walk into that opening uh, ceremony function or you go to the uh, cafeterias and you just happen to see a roger federer or any of the top yeah, other yeah. athletes from other sports which is not which does not happen anywhere else you know so that itself was a, a great experience coming back to uh, the actual game uh, i was well prepared i had a good first match against sergi lopez of spain was the top player from spain Correct. and it was very evident in the match that both of us were really trying hard to win that match obviously because nobody wants to uh, give up their chance at the olympics yeah. uh, because winning that match would take us to the top 16 of the uh, olympics and we he also tried very hard we had a long match and i happened i won in the third set uh, 
then of course uh, i was playing against peter gade and just the opportunity to play against him uh, i was very excited fortunately i had played against him uh, uh, i think a year two years before that no okay. i think two years before that where he had hammered me very badly which was okay. good because that time i was just like you said you know peter gade the legend i, I just had yeah. that in my mind when i played against him because in those times it was different you know in those times uh, uh, it it you know we we were all just coming up we were looking up to players like uh, dupi and all these other top players of the right. world uh, so so when i played against peter gade at the olympics uh, i started off very well i think uh, we had some very very good rallies mm-hmm. and uh, i was leading 8-6 or 10-6 and then of course uh, he picked up the game and uh, he won that first set he won the second set though i lost in two sets i still very well remember that at the net after the match when i went to shake hands with me he said that you really played very well and that itself was like a big uh, uh, boost part of the back yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and i'm i'm sure that has helped you in the for you played for seven more years after that as well so it helped in every different stage and you went on to winning tournaments in south asian games played in commonwealth games and all so there's a amazing journey that you had before and after so coming to the again a coach in nikhil when you started nkba after after the after you retired you you started nkba i think that was the best thing that happened for uh for pune badminton and everything uh with i i, I know so many kids who are coming to you and uh, coming to uh, nkb academy and uh, they are in the, the good range uh so everybody talks about one thing that there is grooming talent to make champion is the tagline and you live by that at every level yeah. so how do you actually treat like somebody wants to start a career in or or want to take a badminton parents are a little hesitant or they don't know kids are a little hesitant because they get to see somebody hitting shuttle so well and i can't even hit it anything the beginner level so what is the first talk that you usually have with this beginners to find the talent in them because you can't see them talent till they play freely yeah. so how do you yeah. do that as a coach what what is that you look at see basically that is what we did when we started the academy we created a system where we have normally it's only beginners intermediate and advanced and we worked on creating a system where we have beginners basic higher basic pre semi advanced semi advanced and advanced and even mm-hmm. in beginners we have three levels okay so uh, we developed this system over the years simply because it becomes easier for the players for the coaches and for the parents to understand the different levels and to see how they are progressing okay uh, at the beginner level and we also what we do we have uh, parents meetings on is in group meetings and sometimes on a individual basis if they want to uh, know the progress of their kids the parents meeting with the beginners batches is the most important because that is where the child is actually just entering the sport without neither the child like you said nor the parent knows uh, what they are in for yeah okay uh, talent wise and future wise both so when we have a parents meeting the first thing i make very clear is that uh, you know not everybody is going to become a champion right. okay we have the law of averages here also like any other field okay just because you have put your child uh, into badminton does not mean that they are going to be a sainaneval or a shrikant <laughs> or or, uh, or a gopichand not necessary they might but 
that's the first thing they need to hear. Yeah. And but I go on to say that, but Edmonton also teaches a lot, uh, which is so many other things, you know, in life. It, uh, it teaches you most important lesson that uh, sport teaches you is how to fail and how to succeed from failure or how Sorry. to convert failure into success. They teach yeah. you when you are playing with other kids. Uh, it teaches you how to work with as a team with other kids. It teaches you uh, so many things. Discipline, focus, you know, uh, your attitude, your mindset, all these things, uh, the, the qualities, what we spoke about. And uh, so this is the first thing which I talk to parents where they need to understand uh, this. And uh, most importantly, I tell them and the kids that you need to enjoy the sport first. Mm -hmm. And you need to just ensure that your kids are coming wanting to come back to the badminton court every day rather than having to push them to yes if you can do that at the beginner level you are succeeding do not get into too many technicalities of it beyond that yeah. that is what i talked about at the <laughs> beginner level i think very important and yeah. uh, and typically what uh, how do you uh, uh, deal with some little prodigy uh, I, I, every time we get to see those right like there are somebody who is really good playing the blocking on the doors yeah, the moment we see uh, that somebody has uh, that spark, as we say yeah. it, okay. One is we look at nurturing it in a way we might just promote that kid out of rank to the next level, okay. Yeah. Which definitely some people might wonder, Are, why is he gone ahead? He's still so small, yeah. he's still so this, so that. But of course, as an academy, we have to look at it as, as an academy. So if, if, if a certain spark is there, then we need to do that. Uh, that's, that's the thing what we look at with relates to, like you said, how do you identify uh, someone? Yeah. And so, of course, everybody has, even in spite of that, everybody has to go through the process. Correct. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. a, that's the process that they have to uh, go it's through. A, and... At every level, it's a process. I always, because we ourselves have gone through it. I always tell the parents, the, you know, it's very funny. Always tell the parents that when I went, when I was selected at the Prakash Pulikon Academy, I think for the first one and a half years, Professor would not have even looked at me. Okay, yeah. because there were so many other. Okay, right. so I had to earn that respect from. Him. Yes. Okay, so that is something which stayed in my mind, and it's something which is very important for the parents and kids to also understand, because yeah. that's going to make him a better player. You know, yeah. it's not about uh, because it's not like a rat race in right. sports. You yes. know where, uh, and it 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 does happen at some time. You know where uh, the kids are feeling the pressure that are whether they will get promoted to the next level the parents are also feeling are when will my kid get promoted to the yeah. next level where i have to calm them down and tell them you know it's not about all that yeah. it's about the basic first yeah, yeah. As, as you said rightly the very well right the first one 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 and a half year probably prakash sir didn't even notice and uh, here the yeah. uh, people in the current age of instant gratification parents are saying why nikhil's are not looking at my kid yeah. No, no, but I look at everyone. No, no, I'm just I'm I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that but the masses and everybody wants their instant gratification, right? Okay, many a chakya, the point is what people don't realize is uh Nikhil Kanetkar not uh, focusing on my kid, but my kid being part of the process. Okay, my kid being part of the process is more important than Nikhil Kanetkar exactly. just looking at my kid. Because everybody has to go through the process. And when you when they go through the process, everything is done according to the requirement. Yeah. But just because, say, I have the possibility to do something for my kid, okay, as an additional thing, 
is not necessarily going to take that kid to an extraordinary level yeah so nikhil uh, uh, just uh, a couple of questions that uh, probably as, as we spoke earlier about the mental conditioning uh, yeah. now now which is now that thing is coming up so more and more right with, with the so many social pressures and the pressure of uh social media and all those things happening with athletes probably you have uh, purva and uh, uh, those kids at the age of 16 17 18 19 right so how do you deal with them that uh, because social media is good as well as bad uh, at the same time uh, the pressure that they get to see because they are coming into papers see while we are growing up the only thing was coming was the last page of the paper but yeah. now purva yeah. winning is immediately on the social media it is something there yeah. so there is a created pressure so how do you talk to them on these aspects see pressure is always going to be there it's all about how they handle the pressure which we need to uh, uh, teach them or work with them yeah. uh, regarding that no the, so the, the, the element of say social media or the yeah. surround pressure which probably we didn't have while growing up we had different pressure so uh, yeah. this is what they are having the additional one so how do you deal with I that i think that is something which they themselves uh, have grown up with okay mm-hmm. social media is something which uh, they have grown up with so uh, sometimes it can get a little too much and i think by the time they reach a certain level game wise they know how much to uh, look into it what to ignore what not to ignore you know that's something which they have to uh, the faster they grow in that aspect also it's better for them yeah okay uh, of course too much on the mental uh, training side once they reach a certain level say Let's say a state level or a little more than that. They do work with uh, uh, their own uh, psychologists. Okay, a um, lot of them we uh, have been working with Gayatri Vartak. Who, yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, Varun Kapoor has been working with her. Okay, a uh, lot of them have uh, their own uh, this thing. So at that level, uh, yes, mental uh, conditioning or mental training or uh preparing your mind to go through all this and handle all these things is yeah. is something which is very very important i would say at every level that it is there in a certain correct correct mm-hmm. so uh, nikhil one different question if not badminton which yeah. other sport that you would have played i don't think i would have seriously played any other sport though i played little bit of hockey little bit maybe in school cricket you know a little bit of basketball Uh-huh. Uh, I played a lot of sports, but I don't really think I would have uh, picked up any other sport. And who who is your sporting icon? In badminton, Prakash sir. Uh, uh, yeah, that is who probably goes without saying, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I would say maybe uh, Roger Federer because uh, of the way he is basically yeah. inspired being such a great guy. He's so approachable. I mean, that I realized right. at the Olympics. You know, yeah. no. no airs about himself nothing very very calm composed and very approachable so yeah and again so uh, now one question for a lot of people who keep playing badminton at the recreational level as well uh, but yes you being the champion uh, and you came back into masters and won some tournaments uh, as well so uh, how does that uh, what was the what was the zeal of going back to the badminton court and doing the masters see basically after starting the academy uh, it was it's very difficult to correct uh, that's why yeah because uh, i believe that the kids have to get the most of my time uh, the only reason for me playing the masters was because my father was uh, seriously ill during that time uh, 
he had liver cirrhosis and uh, he asked he asked me to play so i played the nationals from qualifying i happened to win the nationals <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, after winning the nationals uh, he wanted me to play the world championship which was in the same venue in india in cochin and coincidentally it so happened that uh, this same venue was the same venue which where uh, in 1999 i played that first all india tournament where i lost to gopin three sets in the finals in cochin oh, wow. Okay, so that's that's the coincidence in 1999 and again in 2017. So in March I won the nationals there. Uh, then it so happened six months later was the world championship. Of course there was no uh, time at all to train or anything like that uh, because of the academy and of course because of my father's uh, health yeah. also because which was deteriorating. And uh, the fact was that 35 plus singles nas- uh, uh, world championship the standard was really quite high. Um, so because the guy who won the world championship um, uh, that year uh, had played the regular men singles and he was playing quarter finals and all of oh. international <laughs> tournaments okay. okay so i mean i really had to train a little bit to go there and my only motivation to do that was my father because uh, by the time the world championship uh, near, neared he was in the icu and uh, i was like going to the icu sometimes sleeping on those uh, icu beds outside going yeah. in the morning to the academy and uh, he said no you have to play the world i said i don't want to play it doesn't matter if i do but he said no you have to play no matter what the show must go on okay so that's what he had told wow and that's how i went to the uh, world championship and uh, he was in the icu when i went to the world championship and uh, he said you have to come back with the medal Okay, so that was my only motivation, and when I got that medal, yeah. uh, from the airport I went straight to the hospital, uh, the Nanath Hospital. I put it around his neck, and that I, uh, next day we got him back. I, I I think I have seen this post and the photo of uh, you. I think uh, yeah, on 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 Facebook that uh, uh, I've seen this. It was a very heartening post, as well as the whole message. And uh, I think mm-hmm. go to see it. Basically, he he pushed you. uh to be in this because your grandfather saw a spark in you uh, and then he pushed i think then it was well deserved the the, the it took back so nikhil my last question to you there must be some message or some advice that you got while growing up which yeah. you might want to pass on to the next generation what that could be i think the first step is to enjoy the sport no matter what sport you are doing or no matter what you are doing okay but when you are playing sport or if you are playing badminton enjoy the sport enjoyment is the first step you should not feel that it's a drudgery or anything like that okay you should look forward to uh, going every day yes work hard but enjoy yourself uh, also the second thing is to uh, everybody has a dream we all have our dreams like i had a dream to go to the olympics okay yeah. uh, now whether you achieve it or not is a different thing but always you should have your own dream at the back of your mind uh, and the third message i would say is uh, its sport is important uh, one is especially during these times uh, of covid or post covid where uh, health is so important and sport plays a major role in building our immune systems and uh, lastly i would say sport also teaches us what i said earlier that it helps us to uh, work or get out of failure Yes. you know we have to fail in sport nobody has succeeded in their uh, in their first match or forever uh that's the biggest lesson which uh, sport teaches us you know yeah. to learn to fail and to get out 
of that failure work on it and convert it to success so i think these are the few messages which i would pass wow. and uh, this is so good this is uh, and uh, this sums it up well because from an athlete a champion athlete to a, a champion coach i think it's a, it's sums it up well for anybody to follow it i think that there cannot be any better message uh, who is not just giving the message for heck of it he is already lived by it and proved it <laughs> to get to to go it so i think nikhil wonderful talking to you it's uh, keep doing the amazing work that you're doing on badminton and inspiring so many kids uh, so many people uh, to take up sport uh, i think uh, it's so great to have you on the on this platform and uh, looking forward to more and more chats thanks sadam Thank you Nikhil. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel Sports Seed Sales and help us spread the word about Sports Seed. We go with the same handle Sports Seed Sales across all social media platforms.